founded Aperture. He's trying to basically bring real estate investing to the masses in an anonymized way using blockchain technology. It is a securitized token. They are getting ready right now to do an ICO targeting 50 million bucks. They're kind of, they've got their white paper out. You can check it out at the site. Uh, again, invest in the property. Uh, they make money not by liquidating a huge chunk of the ICO, but actually earning profits for you. They take profits while they make money for you, which is great. And you don't actually have to, uh, you don't actually have to reveal kind of who you are until they pay the money out so you can take advantage of the appreciation. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Good morning, everyone. My guest today is Andrew Jewett. He's the co-CEO of Aperture, a real estate tech and investment company that has systemized the acquisition, rehabilitation, and sale of distressed residential real estate across the U.S. and is producing unlevered IRRs in excess of 50%. The company is launching its property coin ICO, a security token, the first professionally managed portfolio of real estate assets and loans available via the blockchain to help fund the growth of its current business. Andrew, are you ready to take us to the top? I am. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. All right. So tell us more about this because you have some background in kind of typical commercial markets and now you're going, okay, we're going to go into property and we're going to do blockchain-based tech. So why the switch? Well, I think when when we saw what was going on with ICOs, uh, you know, kind of mid-2017, um, you know, my, one of my backgrounds is traditional investment banking and, and you know, more specifically asset-backed investment banking. Um, so we saw this opportunity to, to really um, bring a, the, the best uh, aspects of traditional finance to blockchain because we saw the market shifting towards security tokens. And so, um, you know, we had uh, what we thought was the kind of the perfect opportunity of uh, experience in issuing asset-backed securities. Um, a market that you know clearly had some demand for it, but also we had an operating company that needed growth capital, and and what better way to to grow our business than um, you know grow it into a new and uh, exciting and interesting market that is the blockchain and tokens. Um, when you so, say a security token, you mean these are actually securitized; these are real people are owning equity, etc. Correct. Yeah. So, so our token is a Reg D offering in the U.S. and a Reg Reg S offering outside of the U.S. Um, so each each property coin holder owns a fractionalized piece of our real estate portfolio that um, we're going to be constantly managing for them. So, so we like to think of this as um, kind of like a turnkey access to the the fix and flip market in the U.S. for you know both U.S. and non-U.S. investors. So give an example of how a consumer or someone listening right now that's that's kind of a passive investor that wants some exposure to real estate, how might they actually use this? I mean, what website do they go to? How do they give you money? How do they get money back? So, so the way we've structured it is, um, well, first of all, go to propertycoin.re. Uh, that's where you can sign up. Um, we're in a whitelisting and private phase mode right now. Um, so Go in, give us your information. We'll run a background. Um, you just kind of make sure you're not uh, not a terrorist um, and not giving us uh, laundered money. So you do that at propertycoin.org. By the way, how do you check that? You kind of glance over that, but I mean, that seems pretty serious. 
Yeah, so we've worked with uh, some third parties who, um, so first of all, our process was designed by Dentons, which is the largest law firm in the world. And we've had the good fortune of knowing those guys for 15 years. And when we told them about our project, they, they're interested in working on it. And so we've, we've engaged with them. So they designed the whole process of, you know, what's the best practice from traditional finance world to, to make sure that, you know, everybody passes the anti-money laundering and, you know, your customer checks that are required by, you know, not only U.S., but EU uh, institutions. And um, so, so the way we're doing it is we're contracting with a third-party system that, that has a, you know, vast network of just information on, on people around the world, you know, checks OFAC, checks uh, all sorts of banking uh, restrictions and regulations. And so, uh, we, we run it through them. And Great. They provide so what's the, what's the next step? You check mark. I'm not a terrorist. I want to give you money. How do, how do I start making money? So the way it works is you give us your money. Um, we're going to invest it. There's a one year lockup period. Um, so it, you have to keep your money invested for one year. And over that period of time, um, our typical hold time on a property is about four to six months. So we're going to hopefully have turned that money, um, and made profits and reinvested those profits for you. Um, uh, um, so, so the way it works is um, we're going to take 50% of the profits. We're going to reinvest it in the, in new properties. And so over time, those, you know, the, the value of that token or the value of that pool of money on a per token basis should increase, um, you know, assuming we've done our job correctly. And, uh, you know, we obviously think we are, and, and we've, we've proven it with our, uh, you know, existing track record, but, um, they're one of the complications with blockchain and it's kind of a blessing and a curse is that the kind of pseudo anonymity of, of, of wallet IDs is, uh, we might not necessarily know who owns the tokens on the back end. Like if somebody trades it after a year's time, we, we might not know who that person is. So we can't send them money until they tell us that they can. So we, we solve the problem of, Hey, we, we can't hold money for somebody or, or send them money without the, performing a, a background check on them. So let's reinvest it and allow people to kind of gain the appreciation value of those reinvested. Even while it's still anonymized. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Now, do people have to understand and actually kind of read up on you and kind of how you think about property investment and, and thesis? Or should they just listen to 55% unlevered IRR and just go with it? <laughs> Well, we hope they certainly look into us. So what is um, you your know, thesis? So our thesis is we're using big data and technology to um, to really uh, not only make the process more efficient, but source different assets than otherwise, um, you know, fix and flippers were. And, and, and really, there's only two large scale operations in the country that are doing this on a national basis. And my, you know, both of my partners and I were part of the senior management team of one of them. And so we had some interesting ideas on how to utilize data and technology to um, increase returns and make the process much more efficient. Um, and so we left to do that. And, and that's what Aperture is. Um, we started in 2016 to I mean, basically spent all of last year building out our tech, building out our team. Um, so are you pre-revenue at this point? Um, no, we have revenue. We're, we're pre-profit um, just because we've been spending um, a ton of money on tech and, and building out the staff. But part of what Property Coins are going to allow us to do is, is to really grow into that uh, the, the company's profitable state. The, the trades we make are all profitable. We have, we have zero loss rate and we have 55% unlevered IRRs. But um, what's the sample size on that? How much how much money to like transaction volume total? Uh, we've done about 
we think we've got 30 properties uh, across the country right now. Okay. So it's it's small. Um, but look, we, we see uh, over 3,500 properties a day through our system. And then we run our, our analytics on those properties and try to get to the best 5 to 10% of those a day. And, you know, even if we had even if we bought the very best one of those a day, it would still require $20 million of capital. Um, you know, part of the beauty of buying houses is they're expensive, um, but they do, you know, on a dollar volume, they produce a large profit. So it's, um, it's yeah, a so really 30, good, just to be clear, sorry, you're not buying $20 million mansions. You're saying like of the 30 deals you've done so far on average, what's the price point on those that you're paying? 200, $250,000. Yeah. 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 So they're, they're, you know, our, our goal is to be in the most liquid price point of any given market that we operate. Um, and so that varies depending on the market, but it's kind of anywhere in that hundred to 250, $300,000 house. Got that it. We're, we're so you've deployed today between call it kind of four and a half to $7 million total. And that's kind of what you've earned these returns on so far. Yep. Got yeah. it. And, and with our current capital base, we have the ability to, to, um, by about 15 million and we just we just adding on some additional um capital sources so that's going to grow but um but yeah we're, we're that, that's you're about right on that it doesn't matter whether you're a startup or a huge brand. We all want to grow, but some of us don't have all the tools or the people power to get it done. That's exactly why 37,000 brands are now using Adderall. Can you guys believe that? 37,000. They help brands find more shoppers, make more sales, and grow their online business. Adderall takes care of the nuts and bolts of digital marketing, so brands like TeePublic have more time, less stress, and huge growth. TeePublic sells clothes online if you haven't heard of them. During the holidays, they decide to make a huge investment in digital ads and the guy running their marketing, Adam Lasky, knew it was a make or break moment for him. And the investment paid off big time. TeePublic was able to beat sales targets by 2x, delivering massive revenue and making Adam the hero who could go on and tackle more ambitious goals. And he's not the only one. Adderall customers make $246 billion worth of sales every year. Make sure you partner with folks who are proven to help make you money, like Adderall. To see how brands like TeePublic grow faster with Adderall, visit Adderall.com slash top. That's A-D-R-O-L-L dot com slash top, T-O-P. How much have you put in to date all in just to get the tech to where it is? And then my second question is, where did that money come from? Did you raise additional capital? Was it your own capital? Where did it come from? Uh, it started with our own capital. Um, so three founders have put in um, you know, our own money. Uh, we we just the beginning or the end of last year, we took on some outside investors, uh, not a significant amount, but I think tech spend, uh, we probably spent $700,000, $800,000 on the tech spend and then obviously staffing and, and uh, you know, property and, and all that good stuff. So we're into this significantly of our own money um, and, and you know, we still own the majority stake. And what's team uh, size today? We've got 14 people on staff. Okay. So how do they, one thing that I don't understand is a company like yours, when it sounds like you took on traditional money before you do this ICO, which is a securitized token. Um, how do those two different investor cla cla uh, classes clash? Like, like how do they end up coming together? So if you think about the ICO, um, think about it more like a, a it's not, but it's, it's very similar to a traditional fund structure, right? So, so that pool of money owns the assets. Um, the traditional, uh, you know, our, our money and, and we've, we own, we've invested in the asset side of things too, but our money, we, we intentionally separated them out into the operating companies. The operating company 
owns all the IP, owns all the tech, owns you know rent, salaries, healthcare, all that good stuff, but receives a fee, a management fee, and a profit share from the other pocket of money, right? So we intentionally separated those out because we thought, you know, our contacts are on Wall Street and guys who know funds. So for the fund side of things, they get that. They get owning assets. They might not necessarily get um, like the venture style investment, which is much more on the operating side of things. So we, we intentionally uh, separated those two, but um, we view them as entirely symbiotic and you know, one one receives fees from the other. So what is your white what is your white paper say in terms of those fees? Is it like 20% what you typically see or no? Um, no. So this is the way we like to look at this is this is an operating company, right? So we're not, you know, five guys in a Bloomberg terminal um, just managing a pot of money for outside investors. This is we've got you know significant tech and overhead costs. We've got significant um, operational costs. So <clears throat> We take a very small management fee per asset. Um, you know, we think that that's break even or less than break even. What's and then, small though? Can you? I mean, less than five percent. Oh yeah, it's like a thousand dollars a loan and five thousand dollars a property. So it's very very small. On the average um, sale price of two hundred is what you're buying at somewhere around there. Yeah, um, and then we we take we take a um, it's a fifty percent profit share with the PCX entity. So it's um, what's you know, PCX. That's the property coin. That's the property coin ticker. Got it. So, I mean, just to be clear, I mean, the, the thousand per transaction, you, you know, you've done 30 today. That would only be like $30,000. That's not enough to cover a team of 14. So really, I mean, you're, that's covering like basic costs to do a deal where you actually use money to fund the operation part of the company, the tech, the team, healthcare, et cetera, is coming from the 50% profit. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Interesting. Um, how much do you hope to raise in the ICO? Uh, so we're looking for $50 million. Um, you know, when we first started this thing, and, and honestly, we could spend $100, $200 million there, that we see so much opportunity right now in this market. Um, but we want to be thoughtful and reasonable about our growth and, and making sure that we do this in a measured way. So we said, you know, let's shoot for $50 million. Um, let's, let's try and raise that from the community. I think that's a totally reasonable ask. And um, <clears throat> just given where we've seen some of uh, the, the recent ICOs close. Uh, obviously, we are in a, a tough market right now, but um, but we're getting great feedback. Uh, we're in private sale mode, so we're just kind of negotiating with some larger uh, institutional investors right now. I was just going to say, if I was doing this, I would do it much like I would do a Kickstarter campaign, which is set my goal for raising $50 million, but before I even go live, already have the relationships and soft commitments for $50 million. So I hit my goal on day one, and then it's a great yeah. press story. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's the hope. I mean, we're, uh, so part of why we're in New York is for some big institutional meetings with some family offices right now. So, um, we, we hope that that's, that's exactly the play. Last question here. What do you think about block one? Um, you know, I don't know those guys very well, so I don't want to, I don't, I can't really speak super intelligently on them, but, um, Look, any anybody who's doing anything that's innovative in this space, I'm I'm a supporter of. Uh, I I I like I, I I'm a little bit of a um, evangelist on this thing. I think we I think we've tapped into something here that's going to change the traditional finance market and it's going to change the crypto world too from the securities token side of things. And just to be clear, like a lot of people, the complaints early on of these ICOs are our founders would do an ICO and then they'd immediately liquidate into fiat 60, 70, 80% of what they raise and just take it to whatever and go spend it on vacations. If you raise 50 million, you won't be able to get returns. You're not going to liquidate any of that until you actually put in a property, earn profits, and you're going to take 50%. 
Exactly. Yeah. So that's a good point. We, we are retaining zero tokens. Okay. Uh, we don't own anything. We only make money if we produce profitable trades. And I, you know, my, I get, we get that question a lot. It's like, well, what's stopping you from just taking the money and running? And, and honestly, like we live in the U S I, I like living in the U S I want to stay here. My family here, my wife's here. Uh, you know, I don't want the regulators pounding on my door. Um, so we're trying to go about this the right way. And, and, you know, I think if you look into our backgrounds where you'll see we're honest guys who are real and have a, um, a track record of, of, uh, operations, but also, you know, being in the securities markets. So we understand that, that market and, and the risks involved. All right, Andrew, let's wrap up with the famous five quick answers here. Number one, what's the last business book you read? Oh, it was uh, one of Jack Welch's. Uh, I forget which one of them, but uh, okay. I, I love him. Number two, is there, besides Jack Welch, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, hmm. I, I've, been, I've been watching some of the tech uh, industry and how they're handling some of the, um, the recent pushback on data, but um, just kind of watching that, that industry in general. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building a business? Uh, we, we love the Google lab, uh, Google suite, uh, offering number four, Andrew, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, I try to get eight, but it's, it's usually around six. Okay. And what's your situation? You mentioned wife, so you're married and how many kids do you have? Married, no kids. Um, actually it's pretty cool announcement where, um, we are going to start raising a service animal. Uh, we're going to raise a, go- a golden retriever for, uh, for use. Um, you know, you raise it for 18 months and then you give it to a, either a veteran or somebody who has special needs about that. So that's going to be our child for the next 18 months. That's so cool. And how old are you? I'm 35. 35. All right. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Uh, that this is hard, but you should go do it right now. Uh, I wish I'd done this a lot earlier um, in my career. I could have, I could have slept a lot less. There you guys have from Andrew founded Aperture. He's trying to basically bring real estate investing to the masses in an anonymized way using blockchain technology. It is a securitized token. They are getting ready right now to do an ICO targeting 50 million bucks. They're kind of, they've got their white paper out. You can check it out at the site. Uh, again, invest in the property. Uh, they make money not by liquidating a huge chunk of the ICO, but actually earning profits for you. They take profits while they make money for you, which is great. And you don't actually have to, uh, you don't actually have to reveal kind of who you are until they pay the money out so you can take advantage of the appreciation. Andrew, thank you so much for taking us to the top. Thanks so much.